Hello and welcome to the Stuff I Heard podcast. This is your host, Joshua Peak. Well, good morning, everybody. Today happens to be Wednesday, the 25th of September, 2019. Hey, everybody, watching on the uh, YouTube and listening on your headsets. It's nice to be roaming around in your speakers. Uh, how's everybody doing? This is the part where I imagine you're going, yeah, you know, I'm okay. I'm driving along, listening to you. So what's up? Okay, so <clears throat> tomorrow happens to be uh, my uncle's birthday. My uncle Danny uh, has a birthday tomorrow. Coincidentally, or not so coincidentally, actually it was on purpose, uh, my brother and his wife are having their anniversary. Happy anniversary. They, uh, they made a decision to have it on his birthday, have their wedding on his birthday. Kind of a cool thing. Um, my uncle Danny, when I was a kid was uh, somewhat of a wild man. Uh, he ran with a bunch of crazy people and did a lot of adventurous things that, uh, you know, I guess some people would call a little reckless. Uh, he was a young man trying to figure out what he was going to do with his life. And, you know, he had a job working for his dad doing construction. And my uncle was a big dude. I mean, he... uh when I was a kid, my uncle um, used to mess around with my mom. Um, she drove a an early or late 70s Honda Civic. And I don't know if anybody remembers what the late model Honda Civics were in the 70s, but they were the little tiny cars. They sort of looked like, um, what would be the comparison today? Kind of like a smart car. Um, really, really, really tiny. Okay. And my uncle thought it was hilarious to go out there and move her car into various situations, uh, not by driving it, but by picking it up and moving it physically. Like he would pick it up and put it, you know, facing the wrong direction or facing into the trees or one particular time he decided he was going to put it in the back of his dump truck or pickup something. He had a truck. I can't remember exactly. I was a little kid then. But I remember he came in the house just, you know, oh, Deb, I can't believe you, you know, parked your vehicle in the back of my truck, man. You got to get that out of there. That ain't going to work. And she's like, what? And we come outside and her car is in the back of his truck. He had picked up one end, sat it in the, in the bed, picked up the other end and slid it in. He was a big dude. I mean, to say he was a big dude is a Slight on how big he was. Big, strong guy. And one of my favorite things is he would come over and he would pick me up and flip me upside down so that my feet touched the ceiling. He goes, come on, man, you can walk on the ceiling just like Spider-Man. And I would pretend to walk around on the ceiling like Spider-Man. And it was easy when I was little. Got a lot harder the older I got because, of course, you get bigger. And, you know, you lose this luster after a while. When you're the adult doing it, you're like, all right, I guess I'm picking up again. Here we go. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So anyway, um, so happy birthday tomorrow, Uncle Danny, and uh, happy anniversary, Alex and Michelle. Uh, love all you guys. Uh, I'm looking currently at some technical issues. I am going to pause this just a second. You guys aren't going to know it, but I'm going to fix this, and I'll be right back, Okay. So, hey, everybody, I'm back. Uh, you guys probably didn't feel a thing 
just uh, smooth and transitional and all that fun stuff. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, technical difficulties aside, I got the battery charged. We're back online. Um, so anyway, today's Wednesday. It's a little, uh, still experiencing a little bit of summer heat. Uh, hasn't cooled off completely. I um, am sort of working on building a table. I know you guys are like, I know you build stuff all the time. I'm building a table to go on the back porch. My goal is to make a table that I can put a TV on. I've got a TV in my bedroom that hasn't been turned on very much in all the years we've owned it. Um, I got a fire stick coming that I'm going to program for everything that we have and plug it into the back of the TV and put it on the back porch so I can watch some football this weekend, hopefully. Fingers crossed. I'll keep you posted on what goes on with that. I'm sure if you follow me on any kind of social media, you'll see stuff on there. But anyway, uh, I'm going to get that done, so that'll be fun. Um, I am uh, <clears throat> I am sticking with my idea of only watching the, uh, the YouTube TV for football, even though I didn't watch Monday night. I went to bed early. I was tired, man. I got up. I had to get up at 3 a.m. on Monday, and so... You know, Monday night football went to kick off, and I was just like, I don't even care. I didn't turn the TV on. I didn't, I didn't consume any media whatsoever. I was just like, I don't care. I don't care. I did watch. Uh, I started watching um, The Walking Dead. Now, <clears throat> let me tell you about Walking Dead. Okay. Spoiler alert: There are zombies, but it's not about the zombies. Like the show is. There's an epidemic, there's things that are going to kill you, you know, whatever. Um, but The Walking Dead isn't about the actual zombies, it's about the people. Because they're dead, but they don't even know it yet. I mean, not like in an existential way of, you know, oh, they're just living out purgatory. No, 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 what I mean is, like, if you're alive, you're going to die, okay? That's just reality. It's morbid, it's sad, boo-hoo. Okay, so moving forward, um, in, the, in this futuristic, uh, yet old timey version. Um, people are somehow, you know, surviving while they're trying to make bonds with each other, while they're trying to leverage each other for things like food and ammunition and, and strength and support and everything else. And it's an interesting look at what would happen if society broke down. That's basically, I think the appeal of the show is that everyone goes, okay, so how do you find your humanity when all humanity seems to be lost. Okay. Now this show comes on the AMC channel. Uh, kudos to AMC for realizing that, uh, wow, we've really got a hit here. We need to, we need to do this. We need to make this show. Um, they take a lot of risks on the show. They, um, they actually show a lot of gory, gross things. Um, and they take people sort of into a dark place of what, people are willing to do to survive they show cannibalism not really like you know we're gonna snack on your face now um but you know they talk about it they they have a, a scenario that plays out where cannibalism is a thing they have uh you know people killing each other for resources that kind of thing and they've done a decent job of it here's the part that i that bothers me about walking dead so I don't exactly know what time frame this is supposed to have happened. I'm guessing the 90s because no one seems to have a cell phone. No one seems to um, understand solar 
really, until the you know, recent episodes. They got, oh, we'll get some solar panels up and maybe charge some batteries. Um, you know, there's, there's parts of society and um, technology that just aren't there. Like, you know, in all of this, they haven't run across one redneck who's like, no, I figured out how to run everything off the river, man. The river keeps running and turns my turbine and I got everything. I got, I got everything. I got everything. They haven't run across anybody who's figured out steam power. They haven't, you know, they haven't run across a lot of smart people who have just figured out how to do things. I mean, just generally how to figure out how to do things. I know the show films in like, you know, outside of Atlanta, somewhere in the sticks. And they film it mostly in the summertime because everyone's always sweaty. Um, but at no time have they figured out, you know, all right, I figured out how to plug up this air conditioning unit now. And, oh, this is so nice. Oh, look, we're in this warehouse now. They got AC. Oh, this is nice. I mean, there's just elements of it that's just, it's like they haven't been creative enough of thinking about how people would survive. Um, weirdly enough, whenever they find an establishment where people are at, the grass is always cut. Who's running a lawnmower? Supposedly these these zombies are attracted to sound and noise, but, you know, they come to areas where the grass is always immaculate, and you're like, all right, who cut the grass? When did y'all do this? Where'd you go get gas? Did you really waste gas on on a lawnmower when you could have been putting it in a vehicle to go find resources? And why are you all driving V8s? If gas is a really hard resource to find, why isn't people why aren't people looking for hybrids and four cylinders and mopeds and stuff like that? I mean, come on. They got you got to have a little bit of this in the show or or maybe it's just that the story is so good that people don't think about it. It is out for its 10th season. I think October starts ten, season number 10. And the way it works with Netflix is they don't show the last season until it's almost time for the new season. Because they want people to catch up right before it's time to watch the new season. Okay. If you've listened to me, you know I don't care for commercials. I don't want to watch that crap. I don't care. I, you know, I don't need to see 10 different commercials about crest or mesothelioma or something like that it doesn't it doesn't float my boat it doesn't make me excited about life i do like the little bit of escape i get from watching a show and this is a show you can escape in there's characters you can get involved in and there's characters that you can care about and when something good happens you're excited for them and when something bad happens you're like oh no what's going to happen to rick what's going to happen to you know whoever okay and I didn't watch this show when it was new. When it was new, I had a, a route that I had to be up super early for. And back then, technology sucked, and our DVR only worked on certain things. And and if you filled it up, you couldn't watch anything else. And even if I recorded it, I didn't have time to watch it. So I just I just said, well, this is a series I'm not going to watch. I did that with this, and I did it with Breaking Bad. I was just like, well, I just, I'm not going to watch that show because I, I just don't have the time to invest. And you have to do that in life sometimes. You have to say... I'm not going to invest my time into this because I just, I don't have the time. You can't watch everything. You can't experience everything. Even though you want to, you can't. Um, but if enough buzz comes out about it, you go, okay, whenever I get the time, I'll catch up on that. So whenever my job changed and I had the ability to spend a little bit of time watching things and technology changed and I no longer wasted time watching stupid shows on regular TV, I was like, oh, look, they've got every episode of Breaking Bad. Let me watch that show. And I watched it, and I was really amazed. I was like, wow, this is a really good show. I'm, 
I hate that I missed it when it was happening so I could talk about it with other people, but I'm really glad I'm watching it without commercials because that's, that's a super sweet spot. And I felt the same way about The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead came out on Netflix, and I was like, hey, look, there's four seasons or whatever. And I just started watching from, from episode one. And I was like, wow, this is a really good show. This is really done well. The writing is interesting, and the, the story lines are interesting. And it's interesting to find the new people and find out how they interact with each other and how they help each other or hurt each other. And, and it's, it's just, it takes you into a whole different world of possibilities. Okay. Now, <clears throat> even in the beginning, I'm watching this and I'm looking at how hot it is and I'm thinking, why don't you guys like travel north any? Or, you know, towards the coast. Um, looks like you're pretty uncomfortable. Which, I mean, I get it. Everywhere you go, there's zombies and they're, you know, they're worried that they're going to run across a, a herd of zombies that are going to overtake them and they can't kill them all. But, you know, these are zombies that are slow, which is always the fun zombies. Okay, I have a theory about this. The faster the zombie, the scarier the movie. The slower the zombie, the more funny it can be. This is the right amount of speed that allows them to survive and yet can overtake them if they're not, if they're not quick enough or proactive enough. Um, but still, why wouldn't you go somewhere where the climate is better? That's all I'm saying. I mean, geez. <clears throat> if they're in, you know west of Atlanta, why not head towards the mountains? You'd have fresh water. You, you could get on top of a mountain so you could see the things coming. You could build up defenses so that you could defend yourself. Um, of course, I don't know about food. I don't know how food would get to you. Of course, that's always a question I have watching the show is where are they getting food? I mean, because people eat a lot. And the more people you have, the more food you need. And there's only so many cans you, you, you can get. And they've done a you know decent job over the years of showing them trying to farm and trying to grow things and and that kind of stuff. But still, people eat way more than you think. And they haven't had a famine episode. You know, there, there's just elements of it that just are missing reality. Just a little bit. I mean, besides the zombie part, there's elements of reality that they're just you know not there. But again, this is fantasy. This is you. Enjoying your evening, watching zombies try and eat people and them trying to survive while also trying to kill each other in a weird way. Now, I've started watching season nine because season 10 is about to come out and season nine is now available. And I'm watching it and it's good. And I had quit watching season nine because I was angry because they killed off one of the main characters. And, you know, spoiler alert, the whole show is centered around a main character. Um... His name is Rick Grimes, and he has a son named Carl, which he calls Carl. He likes he pronounces it interestingly because he hasn't he's English, and when he's trying to have a Southern accent and say the name Carl, it comes across as Carl, Carl, Carl. It's like an internet meme thing. Um, but spoiler alert: in season eight, they kill off Carl. <sighs> Shocker! If you haven't watched it yet. Just just assume everybody you're watching is going to get eaten by a zombie at some point. So anyway, Carl dies. And a lot of people who are into the comic books talk about how in the, in the, uh, the comics, um, the way the thing ends, everybody dies except for Rick and Carl. And they go off into the sunset to continue their journey. And, you know, at a certain point, the show 
surpasses what the writing is. This happened with uh, Game of Thrones. This is happening here. There's a popularity about the show. Fans write in and they talk about their their favorite characters and don't kill off so-and-so, you know, and that kind of stuff. And so it has an influence over what people write. It has an influence over what they create. And they take some creative licensing and they kind of do their own thing. Well, part of that is they decided to kill off Carl. All right, Carl's dead. Let's move the story this way. And when they killed off Carl, I thought, screw this show. I'm tired of watching this show. This is such an aggravating thing. They're just, you know, they're going to try and spin it off into something that it's not. And I don't care about that. Even though I was personally sick of watching Carl. I mean, I'll be honest. He had an eye that was taken out. He was missing an arm. Uh, you know, he had, uh, he'd seen a lot of rough stuff. Um, and his story to me was a little played out. It was a little tired. And the stuff with his dad was a little played out. So, you know, I'm watching season nine. I'm about halfway through. And they're doing like a montage of Rick thinking about his son and having flashbacks of his interaction with some of the favorite people of the show. And I'm thinking, every time they do this, they kill somebody off. And there's a scene where he's dying and you're thinking, how's he going to get out of this? How's he going to get out of this? And he basically dies, or he, everybody thinks he's dead. And in the last scenes of the, of the episode, you see him on a helicopter, which, okay, spoiler or question, where the heck did the helicopter come from and what's going on there? See, this is the type of thing in the writing that creates buzz and creates people talking about it and creates people going, okay, well, geez, what... Helicopter, what? You know, in this age where it seems like nothing has any kind of advanced technology other than, uh, you know, walkie-talkies that they put AA batteries in, you know, here a helicopter lands and you see him all hooked up to, like, medical equipment and flying off, and you're like, where did this come from? Where is this story going? Now, I heard about this when this was, you know, popular, when this was going to, when this was on TV, and a lot of people had said that they heard that Rick was leaving the show and that they were going to do a Walking Dead movie about him in a different area. He was going to be the main character, um, but they were going to do a separate movie with him and possibly another show where he's the main character of that show in a different location. And they're going to continue to show you what's happening back with the main group with the story that he left. Which, I mean, you know, if you're running a show, why not try to capitalize on everything you can? They did that with Morgan. Morgan left the show, and he's on that Fear the Walking Dead, which is supposed to be how the, the whole epidemic started. I haven't even started watching that show. I don't even have any idea what it's about um, other than what I just said. So Fear the Walking Dead's out there. Morgan's supposed to be on the show. He's one of the main characters from the original show. And I'm just like, I, again... I don't have time. I don't have time to invest in all this. I don't have time to watch all of this. I'll finish watching season nine, and I hear it's good. As I've talked about it with some people at work and, and on Facebook and whatnot, they've all told me, oh, man, it's so good. You're not going to believe it. And I'm like, really? Okay. I'm going to finish watching it, but then i got to start something else because there's always something else. There's always the new thing. There's always, you know... If you don't stay topical, you're going to miss out on this. You're going to miss out on that. I looked on my, uh, on my uh, Anchor podcast analytics today, 
And I was like, okay, you know, how's the podcast doing? Well, every episode within the first couple of days gets about 90 downloads, which is great. That's awesome. Appreciate it. Um, I didn't know that many people would be willing to listen to little old me, little old Josh. Um, But I look back and, you know, the episode I did about Bob Lazar and aliens and Joe Rogan is like, you know, close to 3,000 downloads already. I'm like, ooh, what the heck did I talk about there that, that so many people listen to? And it's just amazing that anybody cares what I say anyway. I mean, let's face it, we all have the ability to do what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything anybody else can't do. I'm doing things that a lot of people don't want to do or don't feel like they have the knowledge to do or the time to do or the care to do. There's a lot of people that just consume. There's not a lot of people that create, if you look at the broad spectrum. But every day those numbers change. Every day there are creators. Every day there are people that go, I have an idea. Just this past week, uh, somebody reached out to me on YouTube and they wrote me a letter saying, you know, hey, I have the same type of equipment that you have, and I, but I have a different kind of phone. I want to figure out how to do phone interviews. And I was watching your videos, and I couldn't tell what cables you're using. Is there any way you could share with me what kind of cables you're using? So they actually wrote me somehow through email. And I don't know how email attaches to YouTube, but it didn't come across as like a – it wasn't in my comment section of the video. It was a separate YouTube, uh, separate email altogether. So anyway, I took some photos of my um, of my gear in here and of the cables, and I sent it to this person. And hopefully that'll help. Hopefully they, because they sent me a link back of Amazon stuff and said, is this the right cables? And I looked at them and I was like, oh yeah, that looks like exactly the same kind I bought. I don't have the, I don't have the links. I didn't think that far ahead when I did this stuff, but um, they showed me the cables and I was like, yep, those are the cables I used. And I'll take a picture of my soundboard and show you where my levels are at so you can figure out how to do it. So hopefully that'll work. Um, if anything, they'll probably have to play with their knobs a little bit to figure the levels because it's a little complicated. Um, it's not as simple as just plugging the, the cables in and going, all right, I'm doing this now. It's something you got to figure out. Again, I'm just a dude. I'm not anybody special. I don't have a, an education in this kind of crap, but you can figure it out. If you have a little bit of problem-solving skills in your brain, you can go, all right, here's how we do this. You get somebody to call you. You listen to it. You have everything plugged in. You go, can you hear me? No, I can't hear you. Okay, well, how about this? Do you hear me? No, I can't hear you. Okay, let's try this. Can you hear me now? Okay, I can hear you now. Okay, well, now i got to see if I can record you. And you, you plug it all through the computer, and you try to record, and you listen. It's a process. Everything is a process. The hardest part about any process is just beginning. It doesn't matter what you want to do in life. If you want to learn to play guitar, if you want to speak Portuguese, if you want to learn how to cook something, if you want to do stand-up, if you want to make a movie, if you want to write a book, you have to take the first step. There's a guy I work with, Quaid. He put online that you know he's learning how to make beer. He's got a home brew-making kit at the house, and he's learning to make beer. How cool is that? Anybody can do it. Most people aren't. But he was like, I want to do it. So he got the equipment and he watched some videos and he's, you know, learning about it and he's trying it and he's, you know, posting online. Made my first batch of this, you know, made my first batch of that. Giving this a try, see how it works. But that's how you do it. That's how you do everything in life. My dad took a motor 
to his wife's son, um, Todd, who lives in Virginia, and Todd's going to build a Nova. And Todd just put this out there on social media of, I want to build a Nova. And Dad was like, I have a Nova motor. I'll bring you a Nova motor and see what you can get started from it. So Todd's rebuilding the motor. He's starting with the motor, and he's going to build the car around it. That's pretty cool. But Todd wasn't just sitting around going, I just want to wish upon the star, and hopefully a Nova will drop out of the sky. Nope. He did verbalize it. He did say out loud, hey, this is something I'd like to do. And listen, when you verbalize things to people around you, the people who care about you, they're willing to help you, just like Dad did. Just like I did for this guy on on YouTube. Listen, if we're not here to help each other, what the heck are we doing? I mean, really. There's a lot of people out there that are, you know, me, me, me only, or me first. And listen, there is truth in the fact of, you know, when in an accident, you got to put the get, you got to put the oxygen mask on yourself before you can help other people. That's true with a lot of things in life. But listen, if you got oxygen, help other people. Okay, that's just a lesson for life. I'm that's a freebie. I'm just giving you that out there. Okay. So anyway, <clears throat> let's talk about stuff I heard, shall we? Um, I don't know if I've talked about listening to a few episodes of the uh, Two Bears One Cave with Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer. Pretty darn good. Um, I'm currently listening to episode 1355 of Joe Rogan Experience with Mark Norman. Mark Norman went on Bert's tour, um, the first half of the Body Shots World Tour, uh, while he was in the States. And Mark Norman is a hilarious comedian. He's from New York. He talks about riding a moped all through the city and how much fun that is. And um, he's got his own special coming out. So it's he's funny. This is a funny episode to listen to. Um, I'm going to check it out. <clears throat> That's about the only one I've listened to. I'll just be honest. I tried to listen to the Rob Zombie episode. And um, listen, Rob Zombie's interesting in the fact that, that he talks about becoming a musician sort of out of uh, just a need for something different, just a need to do something unlike anybody else. He was into punk rock. He was into, you know, he's always been into filmmaking. He said he got into this stuff because he wanted to make films, and music just happened to be his first venue that he made celebrity status. He talks about how he made his first movie, how he convinced people from studios to get on board. Um, Very interesting guy to listen to. Um, But there's a few episodes in here I I need to listen to. I just don't have time. Listen, it's all about time. How much time do you have? Speaking of time, let's talk about this. Uh, my stepdad, Dan, uh, has gone to Memphis and supposedly was going to have a stent put in his heart because he has uh, some blockage in his heart, or that was the story that we were being told. But after being up there and meeting with a cardiologist and getting a second opinion, they've decided to just change his medicine, and hopefully that'll fix a lot of things. So... Thank you for everybody's prayers and thoughts and comments and stuff like that. Uh, we're continuing to uh, hope that through medicine and through regulation of his stress level that we can, you know, kind of help him out, help him not be so, feel so awful. Um, time management. If you use 99% of your time dealing with stress, it has an effect on your body. So 
With that being said, I'm going to say I'm done with this episode and I'm going to publish it and then I'm going to go eat some tacos at King F.A. by myself because my mom's out of town. So, <clears throat> King F.A., I'll see you guys soon. Uh, and all as always, y'all be good to one another. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this. Please rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. If you want to be part of the episode, please let me know. I'll be happy to have you over. And we'll sit here in the Cedar Slab studio of Josh's house. And uh, we'll do a podcast. Okay? Um, y'all take care. And remember, cue the cow! Cue the cow!